0: How should the Browns brace for a season-long suspension of Deshaun Watson? Say, I send the Rock over to you. Uh, I was laughing.
1: Uh, <laughs> I see that. <laughs> because um, this is just amazing that this, this Browns team, the team that did all this due diligence of work, due diligence of investigation, they didn't foresee this happening. Now, unless you're saying in their minds that, oh, yeah, we know Deshaun Watson will be out for a year or two, but we know once he's on a quick field, he's going to win those games. And I, I'm interested to see how the heck is this gonna happen moving forward for this season because it looks like a, a, a throwaway year essentially, right? Because when you see how this Browns team was moving and how they potentially saw this from um, they potentially foresaw this happening, um, they they may lose out on a couple guys. But I'm interested to see what um Cleveland Browns are going to come back for next season or the season after that. If this season winds up being really, really bad, you know, people putting their bodies on the line. It's not like they're just, um, chilling and you know, they're, they're healthy and all ready to go. These guys are putting their bodies on a line. So we have to look at to see if guys like Amari Cooper, is to be wanting to come back and stay here. If they, if the guys are getting hit left and right, if guys like Denzel Ward, who just got a massive contract, doesn't say, I don't want to come back and play no more. You no, know, like what, what happens with all the big contracts? What about Nick Chubb? What about, um, You know, Hunt, like, what do those guys say? I don't want to come back anymore. You know, it's interesting how the Browns kind of played this dangerous game of bringing in a guy who may not even play day one. And it's interesting to see how everything's going to unfold. I think they have to really just hold tight and hopefully try to get these guys, their guys on the team, to stay packed and just, you know, just have, like, kind of reassure them that their future is 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 bright. Because we're going to win a championship. You know, they have to kind of preach that kind of confidence that we're going to win a championship once Deshaun comes back. You just have to stay here and just wait out the storm because we're going to come out of this storm successful. I think that's the only thing they can preach at the moment because everything else doesn't look good. You know, they, they like we keep saying over and over, the guy has a lot of cases on him. And they, and right now it doesn't look like the NFL is taking it lightly. They may actually do a harsher punishment in just one year. Well, if they come out and say, yeah, we're going to put in a two-year ban on Deshaun Watson. What do the Browns say? You know, what do the Browns Browns that just, um, you know, crapped on Baker Mayfield, a guy that was a number one pick at one point, how do they tell their roster, like, hey, you know, Deshaun's out for two years, uh, you know, but we still got this. We can still, you know, get a championship. Like, they definitely have no faith in Jacoby Brissett as their starting QB. I mean, I would have faith. I saw what he did in Miami. I'm not going to have faith in that. So it's going to be interesting to see how the heck this Browns front office is going to talk to their players. So that's the main thing. How do you talk to his locker room and have their vote of confidence in saying that we're going to win eventually? We just order to stay packed and we're out the storm. I
0: mean, <clears> that's a, you know, wipe the cold from my eye. Shout out to Biggie, you know. I would say this. Number one, I think it's important and very imperative for me to also expand on the news that we got regarding a potential season-long suspension when it comes to the... NFLPA, to save the day, they plan to defend Watson by illustrating the lack of consequences to the owners for their off-the-field indirections or indiscretions, excuse me, Patriots owner Robert Kraft had himself a happy ending, okay, when it came to paying for a massage that became a sexual encounter at a Florida spa back in 2019. Robert Snyder had accusations of a toxic workplace environment including sexual harassment allegations within the commander's organization. So basically, the particular defense of the NFLPA is not to deny any wrongdoing of Watson, but to put the league in an awkward position by questioning its ethics and favoritism towards the owners over the players. And it's about time that the NFLPA stepped up, I mean, because that's why they're You know, their job is to defend the players and the athletes and... You know, I think over the years, you know, it's a very interesting dynamic because you can argue that the NFL, the NFL has missed the boat when it comes to punishment in certain regards. When it came to Ray Rice, two games slap on the wrist. okay. when it comes to possibly Ezekiel Elliott, you only got six games and Greg Hardy, the list goes on. They have they feel the need that they have to do something. They have to make a statement. Right. But the NFLPA also. I can argue the same damn thing. I mean, how the hell do y'all negotiate, Uh, what is it, a 17-game regular season and not add a buy in that, an extra buy? Like, that's football one one. That's what y'all did to do to negotiate. If y'all going to increase the regular season, give me an extra buy. Simple. So it's about time that both these parties step up and do what they got to do. And if that's the NFL, yeah, maybe that's the spending. Suspending Watson for a year. And if you're the NFLPA, maybe that is, you know, defending Watson and breaking that suspension down and appealing that suspension and making the best case for Deshaun Watson. Because look, facts are the facts. These owners get away with murder, okay, all the time. And at the end of the day, the players run the league. If you think about it, they should run the league because they're the product. But anyway, I had an interesting idea as I answered the question How should the Browns brace for? a season-long Watson suspension. You see, this is where Leo gets in his creative bag. I was thinking about it, you know, as I was, you know, reading these articles about Deshaun Watson. I said to myself, hmm, hold up. It's the idea that I like here. You see, right now, the Browns are the NFL's villain, right? Because, Claire, Deshaun Watson came over there with, what is it, 24 now allegations over there, and all of a sudden, Baker Mayfield is all hell. Baker Mayfield, the hero. So right now, they are the NFL's villains. But if there was ever a strategic move to become the hero overnight, this is one move that they got to make. Bring in Colin Kaepernick. Be the hero. How about that? You know why? Because think about it. If they bring in Colin Kaepernick, you think we're going to be talking about Deshaun Watson like that? Nah. We're going to be talking about Colin Kaepernick being on the NFL roster and the Browns was the team to do it. Now you can sit here and say, oh, well, oh, little, wait. Doesn't that look too blatant of a strategic move? You got a point. But let's not act like they don't need a quarterback. So it makes it a little bit like, yeah, you know we do need a quarterback, right? We know Jacoby Brissett is, what, 14 and, and 23 in his career? Colin Kaepernick was 28 and 30 in his career. Yes, I know the guy ain't playing four years. But damn it, like when he played, he got us into to a Super Bowl. So why not bring in Colin Kaepernick? Like, yeah, we could talk about Jimmy G. We could talk about all that trading and da-da-da. Why not bring in a cheap Colin Kaepernick, okay? Become the hero of the NFL overnight, okay, where the attention is on Colin Kaepernick, and he could be your backup or potentially your starter in Deshaun Watson's case while he's suspended, and then Deshaun Watson comes back. What a way to ease the pain. What a way to ease and stop the bleeding from happening. Little Shadamas on the mic.
1: Last take I want to have, you know, and I think it's something that's going to be urgent. I just want to ask you a question to go, go on with this um, this statement. Um, you know, when we talk about Deshaun Watson as a quarterback, we saw what he, how he impacts the field on um, Houston. We saw what he was able to do with a very decimated receiving core over there. At one point, they did have DeAndre Hopkins, but then when he was gone, they had like Will Fuller. As if the number one guy at one point, which made Will Fuller look like a really entertaining target and enticing. Everyone thought Will Fuller was a guy. No, it was Deshaun Watson. Um, when we talk about all of this, right? If you're the Browns front office and you get the news, whatever the suspension may be, however long does it however long it may be, do you go out there and try to still get some top-tier free agents or somebody's available on the market to get bring over to Cleveland? and let go of some of those high-end guys you want on your team? Or do you literally just wait out the storm and say, Deshaun Watson's coming back in a year or two. Let me just let things play out. And
0: then we'll figure out the time. That's a good question. That's a very good question. I think if you're the Browns, right, because I can see it either way. right. But I think if you're the Browns, you're gearing up. You're gearing up right now for when Deshaun Watson can play. Whether that be Week, you know, eight, nine, whether that be next year. That's what you're giving up for. I think the Browns already made their minds up when they made this transaction that they will be punting this season away for competent quarterback play for the next four seasons. Now, I will expand on that by saying what move I would do literally tonight is I would trade Baker Mayfield to Carolina. In return for a mid round pick, fourth or fifth, and in return for Robbie Anderson, a guy who said that I don't want to play with Baker Mayfield on Instagram. Right? So clearly you don't want to have friction before you even get Baker Mayfield over there in Carolina. You might as well let him go. And I would make that move. And I think that works out for the Browns because now you got Robbie Anderson and you got Maury Cooper there. And you got two legit ones and twos. And even if Watson doesn't play this year you can still gear up for the next season and try to win a championship then. For me, you may have to relinquish somebody to, to, to bring some more talent to the
1: team or draft picks or something like that, because this Browns team could go really left really fast. If the Deshaun Watson suspension is longer than we anticipate right now, we're seeing a year. It could be less, but it could be a lot more. We don't know what this NFL office is doing in the NFL office has a lot of pressure right now to make a right decision there's a lot of pressure in this particular moment because deshaun watson could rather a um, get get leniency or he could be made an example of and it's something that could be really really bad so we this is something that's in the nfo um office they like to play politics sometimes sometimes it kind of goes like oh how do you like deshaun watson as a person that, that's kind of where it could go to oh how do you like him as a person and then if they don't like him yeah, give them the book. They're going to take them out for three years, four years, whatever. It could be really, really bad. So I think right now the Browns may have to relinquish a, a couple tra- pieces on this team that make them deadly and maybe, you know, relinquish alignment, offensive linemen, some defensive players to get some talent over to over to that team because I think that may have to come down to that.
0: I think it's dicey because when you make a move for Deshaun Watson, you have to be all in in Deshaun Watson. I mean, you knew the devil in the detail. It was right in front of your face. And I'm not sure if that jury, you know, ruling of him not being indicted, you know, basically was like, all right, he's innocent. Nah, that doesn't mean he's innocent. You know what I'm saying? That means he's a celebrity. That's what that means. Let's be real here. But a celebrity with money. But, you know, I think if you want to make that move regardless, you got to be all in. Like, all right, listen, no turning back now. Nah, we're not about to void this contract. It is what it is. Like, we're going all in. We are the Browns. We can afford to make this move. That's what I tell people. Like, yeah, say what you want about the Browns. And I know y'all can not like Deshaun Watson, and y'all have a right to. You know, y'all have a right to your own opinion about what happened and, and what the facts are and what the facts are not, and use that and, and say, I don't like Deshaun Watson. Why you make the move? But if you use intelligence over emotion, you would know that the Browns are the Browns. They can afford to make this move. Like, just like if Jacksonville were to make this move, they can afford to make this move. Because they've never been competent. They never had quarterback competent play. Or a franchise that has been a great franchise and a marquee franchise. They can make a move like this and and take on the risk that comes with a move like this. And that's exactly what they're bracing themselves to do. And I think the only thing you can do is continue to brace yourself to um, when Deshaun Watson comes back. Compete. Look, you have Deshaun Watson there. You was able to re-sign Jadavion Clowney because of that. He came out and said, I'm only here because Watson is here. Watson is a guy that can attract free agents. Suspended or not, he's going to attract free agents. They're like, all right, maybe he won't play this year, but he's playing next year. Right? The Browns were still able to win the game off the running backs. You know what I'm saying? They, they could drop 30 with the running backs alone, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. So I think the Browns are still in a, I'm going to say a great situation because, you know, nothing about this is great and ideal. I mean, you get the best quarterback of your franchise history and you might not even be able to use him this year. That's not a lot of great right there. That's like getting a, um, a Christmas gift from your parent that you wanted. And your parent like, well, you got to wait two years, bro, to open that, that joint right there. Like, huh? Like, why you got it for me now? But it's reality. And the reality is the reality. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back for the next reality. Keep a lock. You're not getting tired of watching in the huddle over and over again. So, like and subscribe to the channel and receive these new notifications of new uploaded content that will be coming your way. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the rest of your day. I'm out. Peace.